I don't know. If a computer science student is watching this, then I just want them to know buying for mango companies are, you know, it's pretty well advised and it's for a good reason. But at the same time, it's not like the end all be all. There is multiple ways to succeed, multiple ways to find fulfillment with what you're doing on a 40 hour work week. And, you know, just doing what others are doing, just doing what the world is doing, what the trend is, is not the most sustainable way to find personal fulfillment. Before we dive into anything, Jeff, quickly, please introduce yourself. Yeah, of course. Um, my name is Jeff Wynn. Um, I'm a tech recruiter over at Amazon. Um, my day-to-day involves the sourcing and recruiting of software engineers. Um, other than that, I am a mentor over at the University of Washington um, for kids who are trying to get into the tech industry, either through tech careers or non-tech careers. Um, I'm a career coach over at Salting. And um, I'm a wedding planner. Can't forget that one. Love weddings. Love weddings. Awesome, man. It seems like there's nothing you haven't done or aren't doing right now. <laughs> that sounds crazy. So let's talk about what the benefits are like for working at Bang, which is working at a startup or a smaller company. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, let's talk about Fang real quick. So Fang is, or Fang or Manga is defined as, it was like in 2006 or 2010, where the top six well-performing stocks were all tech and they created the phrase fang it was like facebook apple amazon netflix google and that was like the moniker that was like the shining beacon for all computer science people to go to and if you were able to get into one of these companies that basically bought you highest quality of life in terms of salary in terms of interviewing in terms of future proofing your career um and you know i don't think anyone can necessarily say that there are you know huge downsides to having a fan company on your resume other benefits right now includes stability it includes job security especially you know with the pandemic um you know the nuances of losing your your job um most fan companies offer sponsorships so that's a huge attractive thing for folks who are here on visas a lot of investors a lot of shareholders they see the engineers are companies top companies and they feel more confident in them and more confident in investing in them they have a lot of awesome projects um high like high high impacting for sure and i think more important than anything else um, working at a thing company, like at least in my culture, like there is a sense of confidence, a sense of accomplishment that you don't necessarily get anywhere else. And, you know, there are pros to it and there are cons to it. And I think that's what I'm here today to talk about. Um, and then versus working at a startup, it's, um, you know, there are pros there too, you know, the project is sometimes more exciting sometimes it's more sentimental it will always tug at your heartstrings because you know startups have a smaller scope because you know they're starting off as a small company so you're bound to there's honestly bound to be a startup out there right now that's going to be more aligned with what you want to do in the world you know there's a reason why a lot of engineers are leaving fang slash manga to go to startups because you know they're done with the whole thing life and not to say that all thing is bad or all manga is bad but you know once you spend a couple of years working on a project or product that you were you know obligated paid to do um there's going to be a part of you that's questioning like maybe i want to do something more impactful, more sentimental, and that will cause you to consider other options out there. And majority of the time, it's going to uh, startups. You said that the market right now is changing or has changed the way they look at software engineer grads. 
Can you pick that apart a little bit? Um, what does that mean for you as a recruiter? And what does that mean for a student as a software engineer? How does this impact computer science students? I think becoming a software engineer is probably like in the top three tech positions you can probably get into for at least the next 10 to 15 years. Um, Web3 is just starting to launch. You know, people are still on the data the data train um, if you want to get into like data engineering or anything in that um, software umbrella. And if you were to, if you're in a current four-year program right now and you're about to go into a new grad role, you should feel very confident that your job is going to be pretty secure. It's going to be very well sought after. Even if you spend a year or two or three years at your first company, you're still in a very candidate or software engineer favorite market. I think folks are starting to understand that you know, manga companies are super lucrative, but it's, you know, a lot of, it's hard work, it's long hours, it's being on call, pager duty, um, you know, sometimes you're going to go through red tape that you might not feel comfortable with versus, you know, working at a smaller company that where all that stuff might or might not exist to that same extent, right? Um, what it means to me as a recruiter right now in such a volatile tech company is that, you know, talent is... One, it's it's both easy to find because with Boolean strings, with LinkedIn Recruiter, with um, different sourcing platforms, I can find plenty of engineers. The problem is finding engineers who are you know looking to switch because a lot of them are happy with where they are right now because you know they've already boomeranged to another company. But on the other hand, it's also kind of how do I say this? Oversaturated in a sense where there's a lot of newer grads who are graduating in computer science but have yet to find their first position there's a lot of new grads and you know there's only so many new grad roles in america that you know are able to take these students um and even though you know it's a very hot industry there's also like a lot of people you're competing with but at the same time you know that's where i'm coming in today is like i kind of feel like a lot of those new grad roles that these students are applying to kind of are centered around like the manga companies rather than the startups and the startups kind of get neglected in that very new grad space. What you specifically thought could be one way new grads or even like software engineers can approach their career. You want to unpack, unpack that a little bit. I personally feel that a great way for computer science students to kind of break into the tech industry is to consider startups and small companies. These are the companies you might not know of when you look them up on LinkedIn. They exist on job boards like AngelList or ModernTeams.co. These are companies that genuinely fly under the radar. And you know, you should join them because they offer, you know, the hallmark trait of startups is that you get to wear like um the phrase is like you get to wear a lot of different hats when you're a startup. You get to do, you know, you you might be brought in as a software engineer, but you might be doing more back-end stuff. And because of that, maybe you want to work um closer with the product team, or maybe you want to work in a more data-oriented space. Or maybe if you're in a front-end capacity, maybe you're interested in UX UI at the same time. And maybe that will spark an interest to get into research or any something like that. After a year. You know, you have the industry experience, you have the thing that most manga fan companies are looking for, which is experience, and you're more than welcome to boomerang into a larger tech company. But before you do that, like I ask you, like, you know, consider where you are, consider where you stand. Are you happy with the smaller company? Do you want to grow vertically there? Maybe, you know, a lot of software engineers, their end game space is actually product. Um, so do you want to grow into a product role? Because, you know, growing to product at a startup is exponentially a lot quicker than growing to product at a you know slightly larger company. Um, you know, and if you don't want to grow vertically at your startup company, then feel free to bring into a larger tech company, like all, all, all the kudos to you. Um, but I think that, you know, there is such a high learning curve to, in order to get into mega right away after college that, you know, time could be well spent 
pursuing a successful career at a startup, um, which can sometimes be overlooked. And I don't know. If a computer science student is watching this, then I just want them to know going for mango companies are, you know, it's pretty well advised and it's for a good reason. But at the same time, it's not like the end all be all. I, what I want students to know when they watch this podcast is that there is multiple ways to succeed, multiple ways to find fulfillment with what you're doing on a 40 hour work week. And, you know, just doing what others are doing, just doing what the world is doing, what the trend is, is not the most sustainable way to find personal fulfillment. Still a quick rundown of the things we talked about today. Number one, the difference in working, and by difference, I mean pros and cons of working at a fan company versus working at a startup. So we talked about the compensation, we talked about the confidence validation piece, and at the same time, working on high impact products or services when you're working at a fan company. Change that over to a startup, then you're probably working on something with, I want to use the word you said, which is sentimental, something that you really think has a strong use case in today's world. And you also get a lot of ownership. So you're wearing different hats. Maybe you go in as an SWE, but you're doing a little bit of design. You're doing some product work, some business analysis work and things like that. So you wear a different hat. So you have greater, like, I guess, breadth in the task that you're doing in your role, which is a different kind of growth in itself. We also talked about an approach you mentioned, which is to start your career off by working at a startup because it can still offer a really good experience and compensation. When you've reached a certain point in your career, maybe that's a year or two, you can boomerang into Fang or you can boomerang into other companies where you, you think you'll get what you need at that stage in your career. Jeff, I really appreciate you taking the time um, to be here today. I think you've dropped some golden nuggets of info for people to to listen and kind of process. And for those of you who went listened to this entire episode, Thank you so much for tuning in to the UBC podcast. Thank you.